0: The Reproductive Science Center of New Jersey is a leading provider of advanced reproductive technologies, sharing its knowledge with you. It's time for Fertility Talk with RSCNJ. Here's Melanie Cole. Does being underweight or overweight affect your fertility? My guest today is Dr. William Ziegler. He's a board-certified specialist in reproductive endocrinology and infertility at the Reproductive Science Center of New Jersey. Welcome to the show, Dr. Ziegler. So, Let's talk first about weight and pregnancy and how are they related? Do you check a woman or a man's BMI before they start getting pregnant? How is that related?
1: Which we look at the partners and if either one of them um, are overweight and we basically go by the BMI, um, that we do calculate that. And if either one of them are overweight, we in which we really do um, address that issue, And we go through both the type of activity in which they participate in. And in many cases, we have them see or we recommend them seeing a nutritionist.
0: So how does weight affect fertility?
1: Well, we know that um, within our country, uh, 50% of all Americans are overweight and 30% are basically uh, designated as being obese. We do know from, from recent studies that obesity accounts for approximately 6% of all primary infertility. And it, it's surprising that that even low birth weight women, um, weight accounts for, again, 6% of their infertility. So basically, we're looking at 12% of the population that have primary infertility are from a weight-related etiology. And the weight itself has to do with the processing of hormones. And it can throw off A woman's cycle. I know, in which we do know that obesity brings to mind hypertension as well as diabetes, as well as heart disease. And it's very surprising when we approach patients and we start to discuss with them the association between obesity or underweight um, situations and infertility. It's kind of surprising to them.
0: Does being underweight or overweight affect your not only chance of getting pregnant, but having a healthy baby?
1: Yes, it does. Uh, we do know that even with in vitro fertilization, that we know that body mass index does play a big role. Um, there was a recent study out that showed that in women who are less than thirty-five years old, they are having a body mass index of less than thirty gave a pregnancy rate of fifty-four percent, and if they were over that, it was, that it was forty percent. This was more dramatic in women who in in women who have body mass indexes even higher than thirty percent. Um, within pregnancy itself that we do know there is a higher incidence for C-section, for hypertension in pregnancy, as well as diabetes. So looking at these women and getting their body mass index close to what their ideal body weight is, or even that our target for those that are obese to be around 110% of their ideal body weight, that is kind of what, and that's what we shoot for, is that helps them throughout the gestation itself and to help them have a healthy baby.
0: So do you recommend that women try and lower their BMI if they're in the obese category before they start trying fertility treatments?
1: Yes, definitely. And for those that are underweight, we like for them to even try to attain 100% of what their ideal body weight should be. So it it, it helps improve the success rate of any fertility treatment and decreases the risk for the patient as well as the baby throughout pregnancy.
0: We've heard about the risks for an obese pregnant woman. What about for an underweight woman? Are there risks to her baby? People don't think about being underweight as a health hazard.
1: Well, being underweight, um, when a, in those in those individuals, we do know that estrogen level is lower. And from the our menopause patients, we know that with low estrogen, it does affect the bone integrity. So even in women who are underweight and they want to get pregnant, uh, especially those that have had an eating disorder such, such as anorexia nervosa or or even bulimia, those who are very athletic and they've been uh, and they've been a long distance runner for a long time, or they're just very just very um, are, are very aggressive exercisers, that we actually would like to get a bone density scan on them to make sure that their bone integrity. Is there? If they have osteopenia or if they have osteoporosis, again, that's something that we need to address because that could affect the way that they carry a pregnancy and their health throughout the pregnancy itself. When you take a look at uh, the effects of the infant, again, if this is from a malnourished situation, then we have to be concerned about the growth of the baby if the baby is going to be getting enough nutrients to grow normally
0: what about men dr Ziegler is there any risk with fertility if a man is obese or underweight yeah.
1: well mainly with mainly with obesity is what studies have basically looked at and um studies have shown that that obese men have around a forty two percent chance are more likely to have a low sperm count than of men of normal weight um and of there's many obese men that have actually been shown to be sterile because of the weight issue um, if if a man does um, gain weight for every twenty pounds um, a man gains above their ideal body weight, there is a ten percent decrease in their fertility, so even in that situation, we do recommend weight loss for men because that does improve the sperm sample in which we in which we have to work with
0: so what do you tell couples when they come in to see you if? One or both of them happen to be overweight. How do you counsel them and, and do you encounter resistance to the weight issue?
1: Well, we kind of stress to them that body fat plays a critical role in their reproduction and that we, again, we stress to them the type of foods in which they do eat. We also um, stress to them that exercise is, is important. The problem that we run into is that patients who come to our office, they've been trying to get pregnant for a while. And if we if we forego fertility treatment, um waiting for them to lose weight, in many cases, um we that we lose those patients. Uh they either stop treatment and just altogether or they seek um treatment from another practice. So what we try to do is we say during the time in which we're doing their workup, that usually we have around four weeks to maybe eight weeks until we start treatment. If we can get them on a regime in which they are able to maybe lose a pound a week, um, then that's beneficial because then we have now decreased their body fat. And again, that that has also been shown to help us achieve our objective.
0: And then if they get pregnant, does do weight loss efforts then cease? How does that work?
1: Yeah, at that point in time, Since you don't want to deprive the gestation or the baby of nutrients, we would then recommend stop trying to lose weight because at that point in time, it's going to be detrimental to the mother as well as to um, the infant. For those that are overweight or those who are obese, we don't encourage a drastic weight gain in pregnancy um, because, again, that can come with it a lot of medical complications.
0: So in just the last few minutes, Dr. Ziegler, give your best advice for the risks and the health hazards and the link between weight and fertility and why patients should come to the Reproductive Science Center of New Jersey for their care.
1: Well, our practice is looking at the couple as a whole. This is a partnership between us, the physician, and the medical staff and the couple or the patient. We want this treatment that we provide to be as successful as possible, yet we don't want to uh, encourage a lot of frustration. Um, and we need for patients to understand that it's not just a sperm and egg issue. It's more of a, um, there's more variables to take into account. So when we talk about the full picture, besides talking about a ovarian reserve, we talk, and besides talking about sperm motility and morphology, which is all part of the situation and the things we have to address, we do need to address social habits. Besides weight, there's smoking, there's drinking, there's recreational drug use. Um, We also have to look at where they work also because it could be around chemicals that could be affecting their fertility. So it's not as easy as just come to the office, we give you a pill, and we'll do an insemination and things will be fine. It's more or less we have to take a look at the whole picture and weight is is a big part of that, especially with women who have an ovulatory dysfunction because they are overweight. And we need to address that. It could be a medical condition such as insulin resistance that's causing their weight gain, that by treating that, besides helping them from a health maintenance standpoint, that it also helps improve their ovulation. And sometimes that they don't even need any fertility treatment by just adjusting the medications in which they could be on or adding some medications or having them just lose 20% body fat really does help. So, it's a way of looking at the whole picture and not just prescribing medication and just jumping right into treatment. Whether or not a patient desires to follow those recommendations, we give them the pros and cons and how it's going to help them in the short term as well
0: as in the long term. Thank you so much, Dr. Ziegler, for such great and so important information. You're listening to Fertility Talk with RSCNJ. And for more information, you can go to fertilitynj.com. That's fertilitynj.com. This is Melanie Cole. Thanks so much for listening.